Welcome to Lost in Twin Peaks. Today we cover Season 3, Parts 3 and 4, In the Weeds, looking at the order of events, not necessarily the chronology that they are on screen, uh, also character statistics, uh, who's featured, who hasn't been featured in a while, etc., and uh, also coffee, pie, and donuts, how those key Twin Peaks motifs feature into these episodes, if at all. The order of events that I've kind of sussed out, you can make of this what you will, but based on other people's, mostly other people's work, establishing a chronology, and then I had to finesse some things. But I would say Saturday, September 24th is when Constance gets the file blocked on the computer. Sunday, September 25th is when Lucy freaks out about the bunny. The FBI gets news about Cooper and Gordon goes to visit Denise, which seems short notice for him to travel. But he does say they're going to South Dakota the next day, so it must be that night that he visits Denise. We see Dougie arrive in Vegas that day on the Sunday. He gambles, returns to Janie E. that night. And uh, we also see Mr. C crash. I believe that happens on the Sunday at the same time, uh, you know, in, in the in the world at the same time as Cooper entering in Dougie's place. And that night, Sunday night, we see Truman returning to the station, getting briefed and greeting Wally and all of that stuff. I think Monday, September 26th is when Dougie gets up, has his breakfast, and the FBI arrives in South Dakota and visits Mr. C. All of that seems fairly logical. It follows in the order that it is on screen. The only thing that's kind of out of place is Constance getting the file blocked on a Saturday, but it seems like that's when that would happen based on other material. And the Roadhouse events could be any time. That doesn't really matter. When we don't see characters who are part of the larger continuity in the Roadhouse, I kind of put them aside from the chronology. Here are the characters we're introduced to this week. There's a lot of them. NATO, the American Girl, who could be Renette, but I think of her as a different character. Jade, the hitman, the mom and son who say 119, the troopers who find Mr. C, the cashier at the casino, the gambler who says, hello, spirits, uh, red room icon. That's a new spirit, basically. I'm talking about the little floating uh, vision of the red room curtains there. I'm treating that as a character. The lady slots addict, Tammy, Preston, Jackie, the bands of the Cactus Blossoms, and Au Revoir Simone, Burns, Warwick, Bill and Candy, Limo Driver, Janie E., Bill, Frank, Maggie, Jesse, Chad, Wally, Sonny Jim, The Warden, Hollister, who's the cop who walks around with The Warden. That's it, but that's a lot of characters in parts three and four. And by contrast, we're only reintroduced to a handful of characters, Albert, Gordon, Denise, and Bobby. For the ranking of the characters, I'm doing this as I did last week. Uh, based on the character series I've been composing. I have these stats at hand, so I figured I'd use them. The top 10 for each episode is as follows. For part three, number 10 is the American Girl with about three minutes. Number nine is Gordon with roughly four minutes. What the hell? Number seven and eight are a tie with Albert and Tammy, both with about four minutes. The absurd mystery of the strange forces of existence. NYPD doesn't have a clue what was going on here. Numbers four, five, and six are also a tie, a three-way tie, with Lucy, Hawk, and Andy, all with about four minutes. I ate that bunny! It's not about the bunny. Do Chocolate bunnies have anything to do with your heritage? I have more specific times, which is how I know they're tied, but I'm just going to estimate because it's all kind of an estimate anyways. Number three, NATO, is roughly six minutes. Number two is Jade with seven minutes. You mean Jade has to give you two rides? Makes a splash in this episode where she's second only to number one, Cooper with 37 minutes. Hello! That's four minutes as Mr. C. In part four, number 10 is Sunny Jim with roughly four minutes. 
Number nine is Wally with roughly four minutes. My dharma is the road. Number eight is Janie E with roughly six minutes. This is the most wonderful, horrible day of my life. Number seven is Tammy with about eight minutes. You asked me to. Number six is Andy with about eight minutes. You're so good at your job and every other way. Number five is Lucy with about nine minutes. I have to go, Sheriff Truman, because there are some people coming in through the front door. Number four is Frank Truman with about 11 minutes. May the road rise up to meet your wheels. Number three is Albert with about 12 minutes. I know where she drinks. And number two is Gordon with about 16 minutes. Faces of stone. And number one is Cooper with 25 minutes. Hi! Just three minutes as Mr. C. You're very good to see you again, old friend. For part three, this is Jade's first time topping the supporting cast, coming in behind Cooper. And in part four, this is Gordon's first time topping the supporting cast, and also the first time that any character from the old series has come in at number two behind the various collective Coopers. Uh, he's, he's the first return appearance when you think about, um, let's see, who was it? It was Sam and Tracy in part one, I think, and part two was Daria, and then obviously part three was Jade, so interesting now that a familiar face is coming into prominence in that way. In terms of successive episodes with prominent screen time, who's on a hot streak? No character who had over five minutes in part two carries over into part three, except for Cooper, obviously, who's been at the threshold in every Twin Peaks entry so far. Above the threshold, I should say, for having the uh, at least five minutes of screen time in an episode. And the same is also true from part three to part four. All of the characters who have over five minutes in part three, none of them carry that over into part four. So it's like almost like every episode we're getting a different uh, spotlight on the ensemble in some way. Who's returning to the show after four more episodes of absence? We have Denise Bryson, 15 entries after her last appearance in episode 20, when she liberated Cooper from a hostage situation at Dead Dog Farm and busted Jean Renault's ring. So welcome back, Denise. That was the last time we saw her in action. To close off with, here's our experiences of different motifs or touchstones in this episode. For Coffee Pie and Donuts, we see a pretty hilarious Donut Disturb sign that Hawk puts up outside the room. They've also got some RR to go coffee and donuts on the table there, which I think is the first thing to establish that the RR now has a uh, to-go function. And of course, Dougie Cooper drinks from a cup that says, I am Dougie's coffee, and he spits it out and grins just like he did in episode two. So maybe Lynch was watching like all the episodes he directed and referencing them in this in this episode. Although I will say Bobby crying reminds me of episode five, which was a Leslie Linka Gladder episode. There's one more motif that I'm not really keeping tabs on because it's not in the return almost at all, but it is in this episode. We see an owl fly over Lancelot Court, and then later there's an owl cookie jar in the Joneses kitchen that we see in the background, which I've is, of course, no accident whatsoever. That's it for today. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Tomorrow we will conclude this week of Focus on Parts 3 and 4 with archive readings or video clips from my past work on these uh, episodes. And then we'll share a sneak peek of the next episode as well at the end of that. But uh, no spoilers other than that. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And you can support this work on patreon.com slash lostinthemovies. See you tomorrow. Thank you.